I live for you alone. Every moment that I take, every moment I wait, Lord, have your way in me. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you, alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I wait, Lord, have your way in me. This is my heart desire to honor you, Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. All I have within me, I give you praise. All that I have done is in you. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment wait. Lord, have your way. Father Lord, this morning we thank you, Lord. We say, have your own way in us, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We give you all glory and honor. You are the king of glory. Therefore, we bow before you, Lord. Take all your praise this morning. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Karen, thank you very much. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I had a vision in the course of the week that people has flooded all over this place. And I asked God what I should come and speak. So I struggle, I have a lot of messages in my spirit, but I want to know what God wants me to speak. Amen. It was like a trance. 
I saw people all over this place. People has flooded all over this place. Amen. And I know God is bringing people that we don't know. People will come here without a text message. People will come here without we following them. Because God has revealed it. Hallelujah. And whatever God shows or reveals, he brings it to pass. Hallelujah. So that is what God spoke to me about the church. That people are going to be flooded all over this place. Amen. Amen. Maybe, maybe uh, there must be another breaking of the building. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I asked God what I should come and speak. And it was so strong on my heart. And I want you to take it because uh, whatever I say, by the grace of God, it comes to pass. That is one thing I have realized in my ministry, that anytime I say something, it comes to pass. Sometimes God reveals things to me. My mother is distanced from me. I just go to the family house and tell them, and it's just like that. Amen. So you mark these words, God is bringing people here. God is bringing people here. In Jesus' name. I want us to sing this song, and then I will just give the message God gave to me to the church. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to come. Everything to God in prayer. Oh, what sins we often fall, oh, feet. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Oh, because we do not carry. Everything to God in prayer. Oh, what sins we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Oh, because we do not care. We think to God in What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, and griefs to bear. Oh, it took to God. Oh, our sins we are the perfect. Oh, what needless pain we bear. 
heart because we do not care. We came to Dear Father, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your word. Come and be a blessing to us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I want to use this opportunity to thank Pastor Alan for being a friend, a brother, and a father, and a spiritual father in my life and the ministry in Ghana. I, I really honor him for the many years of love and care he has given to me and my ministry in Ghana. And I have not regretted I'm associated with him for many years. Hallelujah. It takes a man who can hear from God to see somebody who is also gifted to do God's work. Amen. And I'm forever grateful. It is my prayers that God will keep strengthening him and Shelley to be able to attend our churches to see what God is doing. I know they have cried for the move of God for many years. And I pray that God will give them strength continually to be part of us to see the move of God which is coming to this generation. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. This morning I just want to talk about prayer. Jesus Christ, one day there was a woman who came. And when the woman saw the work that Jesus was doing, the woman carries alabaster oil and the woman just came and then broke the oil, the jar. He broke the jar and the oil was all over. And the disciples started talking about it. Why should this oil that is so expensive be poured out? This oil can be sold for the income to be given to the poor. So they were contemplating. But by then, Judas was the figure who started it all. He started it telling the other disciples. So they all agreed that it's true, this oil is expensive. They talk about the poor, and Jesus said something about the poor. He said, with the poor, you will have them always. Amen. But this woman has done something that is so precious that when the word of God is being preached, this woman will not be forgotten. She will never be forgotten. Hallelujah. Anyway, by then, Judas was the one who carried the purse. He had stolen money out of the purse, but still he wants more. But Jesus was so nice to all the disciples because Jesus understood the spiritual work that the woman has done. 
in his life. But the disciples did not understand. And Jesus had to continue his journey to a place called Gethsemane. So he, Jesus went to Gethsemane. In the Bible, there are four gardens in the Bible. We have the Garden of Eden, we have Gethsemane, and then we have Gogota, the Garden of Gogota, and then we have the Eternal Garden or God's Garden. And all these gardens, they are significance for something. The tree of life was placed in the middle of the garden for Adam and Eve to focus on the tree of life, but they did not focus on it. In Golgotha, the cross, Jesus' cross was at the middle for us to focus on Jesus. But coming back to the message about Gethsemane, he went to Gethsemane, and that was after the oil has been poured upon him. He went to Gethsemane. And when he went there, the Bible says that he prayed. He prayed. He prayed passionately. One man brought his certificate to come and join our church. And he said, he's an apostle. It's about 54, 55 years. He brought a lot of certificates. And then I told him that before you work with me, you have to fast for 30 days. And hear from God whether really God has called you to come and work. Because this place is a prayer chapel. Amen. When, when we pray, we bring out oil. When we pray, we focus on the cross, the middle cross. When we pray, we touch the throne of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The, the whole church must go to Gethsemane. The whole worldwide church. Because that is, all, that is where it all started. The pressing of the oil. As a matter of fact, the meaning of Gethsemane is press, pressing of the oil. Amen. If we need the presence of God, we need the anointing of God, if we need the power of God, he comes through prayer. Prayer is the key. One of the spiritual ingredients of every believer should be prayer. Amen. We, we don't pray because we need something. We pray because we hall hallowed him. We pray because we hallowed him. And when we will come to the model of prayer, our father who art in heaven, and you will see that it is because when we are in the presence of God, we are hallowing him. We are giving him his holy place in our life. So prayer is very, very important. So in the book of Matthew 26, Matthew 26, 
verse 36. Then Jesus with them unto then Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane and said unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thy will. Verse 40. And he he cometh unto his disciple and find them asleep and said unto Peter, What? Could ye not watch with me one hour? Verse 41. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Prayer it's not a religious exercise. Prayer is a necessity. Every believer who wants to have relationship, deeper relationship with God, must love to pray. So prayer is not a religious exercise. It's a necessity. Hallelujah. It is a place where we pour our soul to our living God. It is a, pray, a place where we cry our heart to our Father who is in heaven. Prayer simply means communication. It's very simple. But this type of communication is a spiritual communication that manifests itself in the physical. So when we pray, we are doing spiritual communication that will manifest itself in the realm of the spirit and in the realm of the flesh. So in other words, you will see results when you pray. One time I was preaching and I was telling the church, don't stand just, uh, just there. Pray. Pray. Your life must be a life of prayer. Amen. When you look at the apostles, they have what we call prayer mappings. They take territories, they take places because they walk in those areas and then they pray. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Prayer is existing in the presence of God for God's glory to come upon you. So when you stay in prayer, you are existing in the presence of God for you to receive God's glory. In other words, for you to receive his presence. So the more you stay before God in prayer, the more the presence of God. And we can, we can see it in the book of Acts that 
It all happened. The church, the church of Pentecost, it all happens over there. As they stay continually in prayer. Continually in prayer. Continually in prayer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Today is African Sunday, so respond for me. Praise the Lord. As they continue steadfastly in prayer, continually. Hallelujah. The Bible says that there came upon them a cloven tongues as of fire. In the temple, when the priest prayed, the Bible said that the glory of God came upon the temple. But the fire that fell was the fire of judgment. But the glory took out the judgment from the people. And in the book of Acts chapter 2, the Bible says that as they prayed, the fire fell. The fire came. And it was the fire of blessings. The pouring out of the Holy Spirit to the nations. And in the book of Acts chapter 3, we saw the power of prayer. You can see the significance of prayer from the book of Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 2, they pray steadfastly, continually, and God pour the anointing, the presence of God upon their life. Amen. There have, there, there have been people in church history like Smith Wigglesworth, uh, Watchmani, and all these people, they will tell you that if you want to see breakthrough, the God of Bab Parazin, the God of the breakthrough, he comes through prayer. Prayer takes the evil thoughts out of your mind. Prayer positions you and, and causes you to relate with people very well. Prayer breaks the shackles around you. When you stay in prayer, you will be fortified with the power of God. Hallelujah. When we began our church, it was Holy Ghost fire. And it was all often in the forest. We are all the time at the Achimota forest. Praying selflessly. Hallelujah. Sometimes people say, that, oh, the way you plant church is amazing. We have been doing this church and we are not succeeding. But you are able to plant this church. You are able to plant. I tell them the secret is prayer. I have a prayer chapel every Wednesday. In the morning from 9 to 12, prayer chapel. And we don't just pray for our church. We pray for everyone. We pray for the nations. Amen. And listen, when, when you, that one is called intercession. When you do that type of prayer, God will bring people to you. God will give you a breakthrough. We call it Baharazin, the Lord of the breakthrough. If we want to see breakthroughs in our life, breakthroughs in our ministry, each one of you, you have a ministry. Each one of you. And he comes by prayer. He comes by prayer. The church in Pentecost, boldness came upon them. Unique anointing came upon them. They began to recognize their giftings, especially Peter. Peter became a bold person who was able to do a lot after the day of Pentecost because they prayed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
There are so many ways we can, we can put in prayer. <coughs> there are so many ways. You can pray in your bedroom, spend time over there. You can pray by doing a lot of work. When I'm in Europe, I do a lot of work. I leave the house and I do a lot of work. And it is called prayer mapping. You, you just go around and be praying. You are not praying for people to know that you are praying. But you are praying to your father. And he will answer you. Jesus Christ, after he has gone to Gethsemane, and he has prayed, he has prayed, he has cried his, out, I mean his heart out, he came and met the disciples. The Bible says they were sleeping. Amen. And he didn't rebuke them, but he talked to them. He said, can't you wait just for one hour? Can't you be with me just for one hour? Can't you just be with me for one hour? Sometimes you can be busy to the extent that you will not even go before God. Sometimes. It happens to all of us sometimes. So much busy that you will not even have time to be in the presence of God. I was doing a comparison between Mary and Martha. Mary and Martha. Martha, Jesus visited and Martha was trying to save, which is very good. Because we need, we need such a thing, you know. We need the, the martyrs in our life to serve the food. But at a point, Martha realized that Mary is always at the presence. And it's not coming, she's not coming to help. So Martha complained to Jesus. And Jesus told Martha that what you are doing is good, but Mary has chosen the best thing. When we stay in the presence of God, he speaks to us. God speaks to us. Amen. If you want to know whether God speaks, just start developing yourself and be in the presence of God. Continue be in the presence of God. Hallelujah. When I got married to my wife, I'm always praying in the toilet. And sometimes I pray radical prayers. Stay in the, I mean, sit on the bed and be praying. And sometimes she will not be sleeping. Because she came into the marriage home newly, she was not comfortable. Sometimes she would say, oh, James, let me sleep small. Because I'm disturbing, I'm praying, but I'm disturbing. But now, the whole thing is now verse, I mean, vice versa. Now, she does the prayer. She even does more or long prayer. Amen. 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 When, when we stay in the presence of God, it's so sweet. And the God of the breakthrough will always give you breakthrough. There is no one who has been in the presence of God that the person has not had the God of the breakthrough. The God of the breakthrough. The God of the breakthrough. You will find him in the closet. He is there. You will find him there. God is there. Hallelujah. There are a lot of people who have been deceived by false prophets. 
They are waiting for a prophet to come and tell them something. When God has made you a priest and a prophet, when you stay in the presence of God, God will speak to you. You become your own prophet. I'm telling you, you become your own prophet. One day, God spoke uh, to Ezekiel that he was going to die. Ezekiel went before the Lord. He heard it and he went before the Lord. The Bible says that he prayed. And the, an angel was sent back to Ezekiel to come and tell Ezekiel that God has reverted the death. You are now having 15 more years to your age. Prayer can touch the throne of God. Prayer can touch the throne of God. I'm looking for some people in this church that will be dedicated, dedicated in your room, in your house, and lift this church before the Lord. Lift this church before the Lord. You know, some people have been giving grace, like the woman in the book of uh, Luke. The woman, the widow. The widow, she's always in the presence of God. Amen. The priests, the pastors think they are the one doing the work. But there is a woman who is the spiritual woman, who is carrying the church on the wings of God. Somebody can do that. Somebody can decide that me, I will carry this church on the wings of God until I see the God of the breakthrough. Until I see the God of the breakthrough. Hallelujah. So Jesus came to them and Jesus Christ said to them, can't you wait for one hour? This was the only time Jesus talked about time. He talked about time exactly an hour. Can't you wait for one hour? Every intercessor must not look at the clock. Every intercessor. If you are an intercessor, you must not look at the clock. Amen. Every intercessor must not look at the clock. The reason is that until you see that this is the answer. This is the answer. So you are walking by, you are praying. You are at the dining table by, you are praying. You are sitting down by, you are praying. That is the work of an intercessor. But I'm talking about prayer. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Luke, the book of Luke 18, verse 1. And he speak a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not faint. Hallelujah. You know, sometime before we start to pray, we feel like we are tired. <laughs> but when you, you start gradually, before you realize you have entered into the presence of God. Now, sometimes you can be in the presence of God and you don't want to come out. You just want to continue. But there are other things in life that you need to fulfill. So sometimes we go out. But Jesus Christ says that men Men always have to pray. We have to pray without ceasing. We have to pray without ceasing. I want to encourage somebody here that prayer doesn't mean that 
you should spend three hours or four hours. But you can pray and if you have faith in what you are praying for, God have answered. Amen. So prayer must be backed by faith. Hallelujah. And at the Bible school sometimes when they are teaching warfare, they said the model of prayer. So quickly, I would, I would like us to look at the model of prayer. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the disciple came to ask him how they should pray. And he said, if you want to pray, pray our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. So Jesus taught them the model of prayer. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The model of prayer is there for every believer. But if you have received the, spirit, the spiritual gift, one of the spiritual gifts is tongue speaking. In some churches, they don't like people to, to speak in tongues. But when I came here, Alan have never stopped me before to speak in tongues. So I speak in tongues. Hallelujah. When you are in the church that there is, a, there is liberty, let the spiritual gift hallowed God. Let it hallow God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And one of the gifts to hallowed God is to speak in this unknown language unto him. As a matter of fact, when you speak this unknown language, it builds you. It builds you. Hallelujah. When you speak in tongues, it builds you. Tongue speaking edifies. It builds you. Amen. It builds you up. Tongue speaking builds you up. Hallelujah. So you can be in your room and you can hallowed God. It builds you. Hallowed God. By using the spiritual gift and talk to God. You can also hallow God by his attributes. By using your own language and to tell him, I normally pray. In my church, they know how I start praying. Father, I honor you. They know me. So one time they were having a picnic and then they come and pray the way Bishop pray. And then somebody say, Father, I honor you. They know that anytime I come, I'll give honor to God. So you can hallow God by your own language. By the language you speak, you can hallow God. Amen. So this is one of the model of prayer. I want to read that place uh, for you. I think Luke chapter 11 or so. Luke chapter 11. So that. Verse 1 to 4. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the, the, uh, there are six models over there. The first three talks about you emptying yourself. You empty yourself. You empty yourself. You magnify him. You make him God of your life. You make him great of your life. Amen. You have nothing to glory in. So you empty yourself. So he said, hallowed be thy name. So you can speak in tongues to hallowed God. To magnify him. To make him great. And then that same word is to reverence him in your prayer. So when, when you come to the altar of prayer, it can be in your room, it can be in your hall, anywhere. The altar of prayer, you have to know that you have come to the most holy God. We have come to the most holy God. Where is there to answer every request. He, he can answer every request. Amen. So hallowed be thy name. And then the second one, he said, thy kingdom come. That is the second one. Thy kingdom come. We establish to pray that the rule of God be established. Every injustice can be turned to justice. We saw that in the life of Peter. Peter was in cells. And the Bible says that the church, they prayed. They prayed earnestly for Peter. How the doors open for Peter to move, nobody knows. The prison doors was moved. Prayer can shut hell. Prayer can set you free. He said, thy kingdom come, the rule of God. Injustice. Injustice. The rule of God. The more we pray, justice is established. We establish justice on this earth by prayer. Hallelujah. We establish justice on this earth by prayer. Another rule, when we talk about the rule of God, we are talking about the kingdom, the power of the kingdom. By when we pray for uh, the kingdom of God to be established, the rule of God, for a chance to be open for the preaching of the gospel to areas, to nations that the gospel have not gone. So when we pray, doors are open in other nations, especially Islamic nations. Hallelujah. They are open for the gospel to be preached, establishing the kingdom of God. So Jesus taught them this prayer. The prayer over there looked very simple to the, to the Anglican bishop or to the Roman Catholic pastor or priest. But there are a lot of spiritual insight in that thing. He said, pray that thy kingdom come. So when you are there as a prayer force, as a prayer warrior's, you pray that God, where the gospel has not been preached, let doors be open to those areas that the gospel will be able to cross over. That is the kingdom of God, the rule of God to be established. Thank you, Jesus. And then he said, 
The other one, he said, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Hallelujah. Sometimes you will pray, and when you pray, you don't see answer. Sometimes we do pray. We have been there. Everybody has been there before. I remember I was at, I mean, at a crusade. And I prayed for somebody and God healed the person. The other, the other day when I went and do the crusade, they brought a lot of sick people and none of them were healed. None of them. So, the will of God has to be done. Amen. Amen. When we pray and God didn't answer, it doesn't mean that God is not God. It's still God. And it will forever be God. Thy will be done is talking about the sovereignty of God. The sovereignty of God. At my own time, I'll do what pleases me. Sometimes you might need money. The money will not come. At his own time, he will do it. It is not at that will for you to receive it at this moment. So the sovereignty of God. The will of God. The sovereignty of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So all these three parts of the prayer is talking about you emptying yourself. Have you emptied yourself? If you have emptied yourself, then let the will of God be done in your life. Don't force it. Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane, he said so. He said, Father, let thy will be done. He said so. Even at the Garden of Gethsemane, he said so. Hallelujah. So these Three types of prayer is you emptying yourself. You are telling God how hollow it is. Let your own kingdom come. Do what pleases you. Bring justice on this earth. Hallelujah. And then the second part, the second three, talks about your physical needs. Hallelujah. And spiritual needs. Hallelujah. He said, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. You know, in, in the era of Moses, even when there was no food, when there was no, a lot of farmers, and the, place, the places were desert, God even provided. In the time of Moses. When even the places were desert, no farmers, God became their farmer. He provided for them. He provides for them. And David one day said, he said, I have been young, now I am old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. I pray that God will provide for you. So it's one of the models of prayers that God wants us to pray. That he will provide. He always provides. Hallelujah. There are so many provisions we might need. Sometimes we might need emotional provision. Sometimes we might need material. Psychological provision. There are so many provisions sometimes we need. And how it comes, only God knows. And it comes by prayer. This morning, if you are here and you have a need, I pray that your living God will provide for you. We, we can only ask him through prayer. So I pray for you this morning that your living God will provide for you. Amen. There is nothing impossible with the God who has created all this world. There is nothing impossible with him. Hallelujah.
And he said, he said, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You, you only know whether you are, you are having a good relationship or deeper relationship when somebody wrong you. When somebody wrong you, I think I've made this statement before. When somebody wrong you, can you forgive the person easily? Can you just forgive the person? You only know by, by, by this creature. He said, forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. Amen. Every intercessor or everyone who goes to the presence of God who pray must learn to forgive. Must learn to forgive. Amen. I heard somebody uh, this week at Holybush. He says that preachers preach what they portray sometimes. <laughs> Hallelujah. In my ministry, I've been hurt in so many ways. Hurt, hurt. Some of the hurt, I don't even understand how it comes. People you so much love, cherish, they will just hurt you. Uh, but you just have to forgive. Because it's one of the provisions of the believer. It's, it's very hard, but you have to. You have to. Sometimes it's very, very hard. Amen. Jesus one day said to them that if you have somebody in your heart which you have not forgive, leave the altar and go and settle with the person before you come and give your offerings. Amen. So this is one of the model of the prayer. And then the last model of the prayer said, do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. You know, when, when you are in your bedroom, temptation is there. When you are at your office, temptation is there. When even sometimes you are with your wife, temptation is there. Temptation is all over the world. All over in the world. Jesus Christ, when he came and lived this life, the Bible says that he fasted. He fasted and prayed. And then the devil came to tempt him because he was living here. Amen. What keeps you away from temptation is when you stay with God. When you stay with God, he will keep you away from temptation. Every, the temptations will come but God will give you a way of escape because you are staying with God. Hallelujah. This week I was going for a walk in North Allentown and as I was walking, I said to myself, if I have not taken God, what would have been to my life? That was just what was good. If I have not taken God. If you are here, you want to throw towel, I want to encourage you. Your God is still on the throne. Your God is God. He's still on the throne. He will never leave you nor forsake you. 
He's still on the throne. Your God is still God. He's still on the throne. Your God is God. Hallelujah. The battles you cannot fight, he will fight for you. The battles you think you are weak and your hands are coming down. You want to throw the towel. I came to encourage you. He will fight for you. He will fight for you. He did it for the children of Israel. He did it for them. He fought for them throughout, throughout their lifetime. They saw the miracles of God. They saw the parting of the Red Sea. They saw the provision of God. They saw the face of God in the midst of adversity. In the midst of adversity, they saw the face of God. Hallelujah. May you overcome the temptations of this world. Amen. May you overcome the temptations of this world. Amen. When you look at the triumphant entry or the triumphant procession of Jesus Christ, he destroyed the devil. The Bible says that he made a public show of the devil. The triumphant procession of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In those days, when somebody is naked, it stands for shame. Adam and Eve, when they sinned, they became naked. It stands for shame. Noah, one day, went to his farm, collected some grapes, and did some wine. After he has taken the wine, he was naked. And his children start laughing at him. Because in those days, if anybody is naked, it's time for shame. But Jesus Christ, he came, took away the shame. He did the battle on the cross. He did the warfare on the cross. He did the prayers on the cross. He took away your shame and gave you victory. So Paul says that in all these things, in all these things, in all these things, you are more than conqueror. In all these things, you are more than conqueror. In all these things that you are going through, you are more than conqueror. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord keep you. Amen. The Lord be gracious to you Amen. and make his face shine upon you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Can we please stand on our feet? He lives, I can face tomorrow, because he lives, all fear is gone, and cause I know, oh, he holds my future and life is worth living just because he lives because he lives 
I confess tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone, and cause I know he holds the future, and life is. The living just because he lives, because he lives, I confess tomorrow, because he lives, all fear is gone. Cause I know He holds the future He's worth living just Because He lives Hallelujah I want us to sing this uh, praises Who has the final say? Hallelujah Jehovah has the final say. Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. He turned my life around. Hallelujah. He turned my life around he makes a way where there seems no way jehovah has the final say who has the final say jehovah has the final who has the final say Jehovah has the fire. He turned my life around. Hallelujah. He turned my life around. He makes a way where there seems no way. Jehovah has the fire. Jehovah turned my life around. Hallelujah. He turned. My life around. He makes a way where there seems no way. Jehovah has the final say. He turned my life around. Hallelujah. He turned my life around. He makes a way where there seems no way. Jehovah has the final say. He's the miracle-working God. He's the miracle-working God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the miracle-working God. He's the miracle-working God. He's the miracle-working God. Oh, he's the Alpha and Omega is the miracle where King God. Oh, is the 
miracle-working God. Hallelujah. He's the miracle-working God. Oh, he's the Alpha and Omega. He's the miracle-working God. Oh, what shall I say unto the Lord? All I will say, thank you, God. What shall I say unto the Lord? All I will say, thank you, God. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. All I will say, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. All I will say, thank you, God. What shall I say unto the Lord? All I will say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. All I will say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. All I will say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. All I will say, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. All I will say, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Great is Jehovah. 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 If you are there, you need prayer, you can come forward. Great is Jehovah. 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 If you are there, you need prayers, you can come forward. Sister Bridget, can you bring Amma? Let me pray for her. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. In my language, we sing it like this. Nyami yokesi. Nyami yokesi. Nyami yokesi. 
upon a life. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, take over this life now. Take over this life now. Thank you, Father Lord. Take over this life by your spirit and by your anointing. Thank you for your anointing and your power, Lord. Pray for a breakthrough in your life. I release a breakthrough in your life in the name of Jesus. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. This Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. Our Father in heaven, you are the miracle-working God. I bring little Amma before you. Father, let there be a big miracle in a life under this unction, under your anointing, Pray, Lord, that the bones, the new, the, the sinews in this body and the bones will be strengthened by you, Almighty. That from the crown of her head to the very sole of her feet, Lord, you will pull her out of this chair. In the mighty name of Jesus, as she grows older, take her out of this chair. Let them experience a miracle in her life. You've done it before, Lord. You've done it before, Lord. Let the host of heaven dispute the workings of the doctors on earth. And let the angels of God, the redeeming angel, redeem this lady in the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for your miracles. In Jesus' name. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. Oh, great is Jehovah. Great is Father, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your strength and your anointing. We pray for strength. We pray for miracles. 
Worthy are you, worthy are you, Lord, the lamb that was slain. Worthy are you, Lord, you are the lamb that was slain. Worthy are you, Lord, worthy are you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Great is Jehovah. His holiness is all over this place. The holiness of God. The holiness of God. The holiness of God. The holiness of God. Father, Lord, we want to thank you, Lord, for the wife of my brother, Pat, wherever she is, Lord. We pray, Lord. There is no distance in prayer. We send prayer to Pat, Lord. The Father, you will have your own way. Let your will be done in the life of Pat, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, Lord Almighty, I pray the covering of God, the strength of God. Pray the hand of God upon your life in Jesus' name. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. Great is Jehovah. Amen. Hallelujah. Our dear Father, Lord, I want to thank you. Thank you for the life of your servant that you have called in this ministry. Thank you for the land the life of Alan and Shelley. I pray for their family, oh God. Father, you have been a good God for them. Continue with them. Strengthen them, Lord. Bless this family. Protect them. Protect them, Lord. Father, whatever is their cry and their heart desire, I call it from heaven for them. The Lord Jesus, as they continue with you, Lord, you will be with them. As you were with Elijah and Moses, you shall be with Alan and the family together. Wherever the other children are, today we pray for his children. We pray for his grandchildren. We even pray for his great-grandchildren. Wherever they are, Lord, continue to be with them. Bless them in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Alan, thank you for the opportunity. I'm always grateful. I don't know what to do for you. I'm grateful. Always grateful. Thank you.